Well, hello, everyone. I'm David, and welcome to my very first podcast of Moment of Truth. I am so excited about this. This has been a long time in the making. Just had a lot of obstacles and a lot of uh, a lot of hurdles to be able to get to this point. But again, I just want to thank you so much for taking your time to listen. I have a lot of things to say, and uh, a lot of what I'm going to talk about over these podcasts are going to have to do with the God of creation, spiritual matters, things things of that nature from a Christian perspective. However, I'm not going to preach at you or thump you over the head with the Bible, and I'm certainly not going to judge you. So I welcome everyone, no matter what you believe, no matter what you think, I, I just welcome the welcome all of you to be able to be involved with this and to just to get you to think just to get you to reason with me and um you know that's very very important especially in a day and age where we really don't do that much at all we're just constantly at war with each other and i don't subscribe to that so anyway again i want to welcome you and again let you know that uh you're more than welcome to listen and know that you're not going to be judged, okay? But today, um, I have a question. And the question is, to be God or not to be God? Kind of like uh, Hamlet's soliloquy, only to be God or not to be God, instead of to be or not to be. That's kind of where I came up from. See how that works? <laughs> and basically, the, the premise is, that really there are two groups of people in this world. The first group are those that choose the God of creation and believe in one God of creation and they make a lifetime commitment to stay within his boundaries, get to know him to the best of their ability, although not perfect, and through love and patience guide others to him. So that's the first group of people. Uh, The second group are those that for whatever reason Uh, They've decided that they are the God of their life. And some in this group who also have a desire to be God over other people in their lives or have decided that God has given them authority to be judge, jury, and executioner over others. So again, these are the two groups of people in this world, and you fall into one of these two categories. So no matter what you believe, no matter where you are at in your life with things, you're going to follow you're going to fall into one of these two categories. So let's just take a few minutes and explore these two groups, okay? So group one, uh, those that have determined that they were created by God and therefore can't possibly be God, because obviously if you were created by God, you can't be God. I think you probably follow that logic. So in turn, they decide to humble themselves and proclaim their allegiance to the God of creation. Uh, Secondly, This group of people have concluded that God is loving, merciful, and has their best interest in mind, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, and you know there will be. Uh, Just goes without saying. So it's easy to surrender to this God if you're convinced that this is the true and living God. So if if you're convinced that he's loving and kind and merciful, and that he has your best interest at heart, then it's easy to surrender to him and follow him. But then you have the second group of people. Um, You can break these folks down to a couple categories. So the first category would be those that don't believe in a God of creation at all, or so they say so. 
uh, we would call them typically atheists, maybe agnostics, question God. But I really believe that those who claim to be atheists are simply those who, through their life's experiences, seeing others and dealing with life and behaviors of others, have been convinced that God is a hateful bully or just doesn't care. So in their mind, to protect themselves, they would rather declare that God doesn't exist than to acknowledge a God that they perceived as unloving and filled with hatred. And unfortunately, their, their big mistake is that they've looked at human behavior to determine God's character, and this is fatal. This is fatal, my friends. The truth and reality is that all humans and angelic beings have been created by God with a free will. So there's always going to be a chance that the free will will be abused, causing harm to others. Again, it's misguided thinking to judge God's character based on what other people choose. It's very it's a, just a very bad path to go down and you want to avoid that at all cost. But then you've got another segment of this group. And that segment is those that they don't really care whether God exists or not, but they simply want power over others. In other words, they think that they're God, not only over their own lives, but the lives of others. Now these are people that don't have any fear or second thought about God and his judgment because they think that they're just going to either escape God's judgment or they'll be able to endure any punishment that God might impose on them. But what they don't consider is that being separated from a loving, merciful God will bring unimaginable pain and sorrow. And I can't emphasize that enough. Again, this podcast is moment of truth, and I'm speaking the truth, but the thing is, is that I can't force you to believe but I'm telling you, being separated from the God of creation, who's loving and kind and merciful and who wants the best for you, that is the truth. But, you know, you'll have to figure that out on your own. You'll have to, to, to um, decide and sort things out. And listen, I know it's not easy sometimes because you see what's going on all around you and you think, what in the world is going on? Of course, a lot of that has to do with free will choice of human beings. And I'll get into that in the next podcast. I'm going to get into in depth about free will and, and all of that kind of thing. So again, the most important decision you'll ever make in your life is to decide which group of people you belong to. Those who have decided that there is a God of creation who is in control and loves you dearly and wants the best for you and therefore will commit to living in his boundaries, getting to know him and bringing others to him with an approach of love and humility or B, secondly, those who choose not to believe for different reasons, or who have decided that God is a mean, hateful bully, or those who don't really care whether God exists or not, and choose to try and be God over others. So the truth is, as I've mentioned earlier, that we were created by a loving, kind, and merciful God who wants the best for us, and that we do not have the ability to be God and I want you to hear this. We do not have the ability to be God. If we were created by God, we know nothing about being God. And when we try to be God, it doesn't work. It never works. But this is something that you have to learn on your own, that you're going to have to figure out on your own. If you want to really try to sort this out and really figure out what the truth is, 
then you'll you'll make the effort and you'll take the effort to to sort it out and hopefully my prayer is that you will end up deciding to be in that first group those are people who have surrendered to the god of creation and have gotten to know him for who he really is and they will have a desire to bring others to that relationship with god well i'll speak again the next time and uh uh, the next podcast, I'll be getting into this in more depth regarding free will and how this all fits in. I just have a whole lot of things to say and uh, just be patient with me. Um, but there's a lot of things that that I know to be the truth, but I can't force you to believe. But maybe over time when you hear this, that'll help you sort things out. Again, I will never preach to you. I will never judge you or condemn you. Uh, I just want to talk to you. I want to talk to you out of love because I want you to be with God forever in his presence. And I want you to know the truth about who he is. So we'll explore free will next time and a bunch of other things over the next several podcasts. So listen, thanks again for listening. And I hope you have a great, great day and a great week. And we'll talk more. This is the Moment of Truth and I'm David. See you later. Hello, everyone. This is David, and you're listening to Moment of Truth. This is a podcast that talks about God and other spiritual matters from a Christian viewpoint, but also a program that will never judge you or condemn you. All I'm going to do is just speak the truth to you and let you decide whether it is the truth. Because out there, there are so many lies it's hard to get to the truth so that's what we do here we just talk to you and then we let you decide if indeed you feel it is the truth and um, i pray that you will today we're going to talk about free will but first i want to go back and review uh, the first episode the the one that we started with which basically talked about two groups of people in this world the bottom line is you're in one of two groups in this world. You are either in the group that believes in the one God of creation, commits to live within God's boundaries, and gets to know him personally and helps others to turn to him. So you're in that group that's totally committed to him and wants others to come to him. Or you're in the second group that rejects him because you perceive that he's an evil bully based on your life experience, or you reject him because you want to be God over your life and maybe even others' lives. So again, you're in either one of those two groups, either the group that believes in God and is totally committed to him, or that rejects him for various reasons. Uh, I also want to review something that I talked about in the first episode, that just basically points out the fact that for some of you that have rejected God because you think he's an evil bully based on your life's experiences has a lot to do with how you've seen other humans, other people uh, treat people and all the evil that goes on. And I want to let you know, as I said in the first episode, that that is a huge mistake. You just can't determine who God is based on the choices and behaviors of others. 
it's never a good thing and it never works. So I hope and pray that you choose to be in the first category where you believe in him and you're fully committed to him and you believe that he loves you and that he wants the best for you and then you want to bring others to him. But the fact is that we've all been given a free will to choose one or the other. And this includes everyone on this earth, every human ever created, as well as every angelic being ever created. So let's explore free will in a little more depth, okay? So when God created you, he made a perfect decision to give you a free will. So with this free will, you have the ability to accept him and his boundaries or reject him and attempt to be God. Otherwise, we would all be like puppets or robots. At the same time, he knew, he knew he was taking a huge risk knowing that some might reject him. And of course, this has come to pass. But you know, he'd rather you come to him by your own choice with love and loyalty than by force. Because you know, that wouldn't be love at all. Let me ask you this question. Do you have children? Or do you know anyone who has children? I'm sure that if you're a parent, or we're talking about any parents, but I'm sure that any parent absolutely loves it when their kid comes to them without any prodding and they just tell you that they love you or they want to give you a hug on their own and show you love. That's the best feeling that you could ever have as a parent. Well, this is the same with God. Again, he wants you to come to him on your own with your free will and tell him you love him and commit to him and all that without any prodding. That absolutely pleases God and that's what he's trying to accomplish. Again, even though he's taken a huge risk, it's an enormous risk to give everyone free will, but it's the most perfect thing to do. Unfortunately, the ones that reject God by choice not only break God's heart, but also cause harm to others. The end result of free will is that we live in a world mixed with good and evil. Those who choose God, love, and mercy, or those who reject God and choose darkness, selfishness, and rebellion. But even again, with this huge risk by God, he can't have it any other way because any other choice would be flawed and imperfect. So I just want you, again, to take some time to think about the free will that God has given you and to know that you have a choice, again, to choose to accept him and to choose to live within his boundaries and to serve others and bring others to him or, or to completely reject him, be your own God, or even impose your own will on others trying to play God. Of course, that alternative never works. So I just pray that you'll think about all this. And again, this is not out of judgment or condemnation, but I just want to speak the truth to you and tell you that you have two choices. And I pray that you'll choose the first one. I pray that you'll use your free will to surrender to the Lord. So I hope you choose God and you get to know him. Thanks for listening. And until next time, this is David, and you've been listening to A Moment of Truth, and I hope you have a great day and a great week. See ya. Well, hello everyone. This is David, 
and you're listening to Moment of Truth. This is the uh, program that will talk about God and other spiritual matters from a Christian viewpoint, but will never judge you or condemn you. just want to talk to you, give you what I know to be the truth, and let you decide from there. So it's definitely would be all up to you, but I can tell you that it is the truth all day long, and I know that what I'm telling you, the things that I'll be telling you are the truth, but you'll have to decide, and I pray that you will. So we've been talking about a couple things. First of all, I've mentioned on a couple occasions now that there really are only two groups of people in this world. There's the first group that have acknowledged that there is a God creator of the universe, one God who created everything, who loves us and wants the best for us, and who have decided to get to know him and to share him with others. That's the first group. The other group is or are the people who have decided either there is no God because they believe he's a bully and hateful, therefore they'd rather they're not be a God or pretend they're not be a God than to acknowledge a God that they perceive as evil or hateful or a bully or whatever you want to say. And then there are those that really don't think about it one way or the other, but they don't submit to God because they want to be God, whether it's over themselves or themselves and other people. And we do have that going on in this world all over the place. Look all around you and this is what we have. So again, those are the two groups of people I've also explained that God has given every one of us a free will. Every human being, every angelic being that he's created, he's given a free will. It's a huge risk to him because he knows that there are going to be people that turn away from him, but this is the only way that he can create, is by giving folks free will, because otherwise we'd be robots, we'd be puppets, and that's just not the way to go. He wants us to come to him on our own with our own free will choice, and tell him that we surrender to him and that we love him and that we're going to um, stay within his boundaries and get to know him and bring others to him. But this free will can cause a lot of problems. Now I want you to understand also that if you decide to not be in the first group, the group that has surrendered to the Lord and his boundaries and develop a relationship with him, that He's not going to force you to want to be in his presence or to live in the kingdom of heaven where he is located in the spiritual realm if you don't want to. So think about it. Would God or should God force you to be in his presence if you decide you don't want anything to do with him? You know, that's real tough. And uh, it's not it's not a fun thing for God. It's not something that God looks forward to being rejected but it's just a reality that you have a free will, you have a choice. And that's the most perfect way to have created you, to, to give you a free will, a free choice. So now we get into this issue about heaven and hell. I know a lot of people have a lot of problems even thinking about hell or just the very existence of hell. But let me just clear some things up, okay? Maybe, the, maybe these will... These things will help you, hopefully they will, to maybe get more clarified in your head and to better understand. First of all, let me say 
God did not create hell for humans and especially he didn't create he didn't create a situation where he just couldn't wait to throw people in hell and to punish people that that was what he was all about and that he's this, this evil dictator a ruler or thug or whatever you want to call it that, that just wants to throw people into hell and punish them that is a lie so I want to clear that up first of all secondly when people are in rebellion and they're engaged in evil behavior and they're engaged in rejection and especially trying to be God over others what is God supposed to do is he supposed to just let that go and not deal with it is he supposed to just say oh, okay just let them let them play God let them harm others let them let them reject let them let, let them live in darkness um, so the fact or the even the thought that there wouldn't be any kind of consequences or punishment that would not be a proper just uh, and righteous God if he let all that go with that said let me just say this first of all if you think about hell and you get upset about the fact of there being a hell or a judgment or punishment are you thinking about it for yourself or are you thinking about it for other people because here's the thing that if you don't live in a dark rebellious evil situation if your life is not dark and evil and rebellious and rejecting God the hell doesn't even come into play there's not any even any reason to even think about hell now if you're concerned about others you might say well I have my own self taken care of I have my own decisions that have been made I'm with the Lord but I'm worried about others then that's that's very godly uh, I think about that all the time which is the reason that I do this podcast I don't just do it because I don't have anything to do I have a full-time job and many responsibilities but I think about the people who are out there in darkness who have rejected God the third thing I want to say is we as humans here we don't really know the spiritual realm as far as the fullness of what heaven's like or the fullness of what hell is like but let me say this that just the mere fact that you would be out of God's presence out of the presence of the love of the Father and the Son Jesus and the Holy Spirit and you would be out in darkness is bad enough that would be enough punishment right there you know the Bible talks about there being weeping and gnashing of teeth I think the weeping and gnashing of teeth in the end is going to be <clears throat> the people that have great regret that they bought into the lies that caused them to reject God or to try to be God themselves so just that alone would would just make me think to myself I don't want anything to do with this place called hell but it's not just about worrying about whether you're going to go to hell or not look way beyond that and look into the scenario or think about the scenario that you would be in the presence of the Heavenly Father who loves you more than anyone could ever love you 
more than you could ever imagine, who you'd be surrounded in the, in the presence of, in his presence, in his, his warmth and love with, with the Savior Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, with others who would love you, with others who have uh, lived righteous. That, to me, would be incentive. And then to get to know God. And the more you get to know him, the more that you want to stay within his boundaries and love on him because he is love. Not just because you're afraid that you're going to be cast out or sent to hell. So these are the things that I am always trying to get people to think about. Again, taking that choice, that free will choice, and choosing to surrender to the Lord, but not only surrender to him, to get to know him on a deep level, and then spending your life bringing others to him through whatever means necessary. And in all that process... The thought of a hell would never even come into play in your life. And then you would just be focusing on making sure that others figure out the truth. And that is that God is a God of great love and warmth. And he wants to be with you. And that should be the motivation and the focus. So again, as I say on every episode, I really pray that you choose to be in that first group chooses to submit to him and his boundaries and gets to know him deeply and brings others to him and everything else will fall into place and all the worries about hell or or whatever kind of punishment would go away for yourself and you would just focus on making sure that other ones know the truth okay so listen uh, we'll be talking to you over the next days, weeks, months, and maybe even years, uh, Lord willing. But until the next time, I pray that you'll think about these things, and I pray that you'll come to the conclusion to be in that first group. Well, have a great rest of the day and, and uh, rest of the week. And again, this is David with Moment of Truth. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you later. Well, hello, everyone. This is David, and you're listening to Moment of Truth. This is the uh, program that will talk about God and other spiritual matters from a Christian viewpoint, but will never judge you or condemn you. I just want to talk to you, give you what I know to be the truth, and let you decide from there. So it's definitely would be all up to you, but I can tell you that it is the truth all day long, and I know that what I'm telling you, the things that I'll be telling you are the truth, but you'll have to decide, and I pray that you will. So we've been talking about a couple things. First of all, I've mentioned on a couple occasions now that there really are only two groups of people in this world. There's the first group that have acknowledged that there is a God creator of the universe, one God who created everything, who loves us and wants the best for us, and who have decided to get to know him and to share him with others. That's the first group. The other group is or are the people who have decided either there is no God because they believe he's a bully and hateful, therefore they'd rather they're 
not be a God or to pretend they're not be a God than to acknowledge a God that they perceive as evil or hateful or a bully or whatever you want to say. And then there are those that really don't think about it one way or the other, but they don't submit to God because they want to be God, whether it's over themselves or themselves and other people. And we do have that going on in this world all over the place. Look all around you, and this is what we have. So again, those are the two groups of people. I've also explained that God has given every one of us a free will. Every human being, every angelic being that he's created, he's given a free will. It's a huge risk to him because he knows that there are going to be people that turn away from him, but this is the only way that he can create, is by giving folks free will, because otherwise we'd be robots, we'd be puppets, and that's just not the way to go. He wants us to come to him on our own with our own free will choice and tell him that we surrender to him and that we love him and that we're going to um, stay within his boundaries and get to know him and bring others to him. But this free will can cause a lot of problems. Now I want you to understand also that if you decide to not be in the first group, the group that has surrendered to the Lord and his boundaries and develop a relationship with him, that he's not going to force you to want to be in his presence or to live in the kingdom of heaven where he is located in the spiritual realm if you don't want to. So think about it. Would God or should God force you to be in his presence if you decide you don't want anything to do with him? You know, that's real tough. And uh, it's not it's not a fun thing for God. It's not something that God looks forward to being rejected. But it's just a reality that you have a free will. You have a choice. And that's the most perfect way to have created you, to, to give you a free will, a free choice. So now we get into this issue about heaven and hell. I know a lot of people have a lot of problems even thinking about hell or just the very existence of hell. But let me just clear some things up, okay? Maybe that maybe these will these things will help you. Hopefully they will to maybe get more clarified in your head and to better understand. First of all, let me say God did not create hell for humans. And especially he didn't create he didn't create a situation where he just couldn't wait to throw people in hell and to punish people, that that was what he was all about, and that he's this, this evil dictator, a ruler, a thug, or whatever you want to call it, that, that just wants to throw people into hell and punish them. That is a lie. So I want to clear that up first of all. Secondly, when people are in rebellion and they're engaged in evil behavior and they're engaged in rejection and especially trying to be God over others. What is God supposed to do? Is he supposed to just let that go and not deal with it? Is he supposed to just say, oh, okay, just let them let them play God, let them harm others, let them let them reject, let them let, let them live in darkness. Um so the fact or the even the thought that there wouldn't be any kind of consequences or punishment that would not be a proper, just, uh, and righteous God if he let all that go. With that said, 
And let me just say this. First of all, if you think about hell and you get upset about the fact of there being a hell or a judgment or punishment, are you thinking about it for yourself or are you thinking about it for other people? Because here's the thing, that if you don't live in a dark, rebellious, evil situation, if your life is not dark and evil and rebellious and rejecting God, the hell doesn't even come into play. There's not any, even any reason to even think about hell. Now, if you're concerned about others, you might say, well, I have my own self taken care of. I have my own decisions that have been made. I'm with the Lord, but I'm worried about others. Then that's, that's very godly. Uh, I think about that all the time, which is the reason that I do this podcast. I don't just do it because I don't have anything to do. I have a full-time job and many responsibilities, but I think about the people who are out there in darkness who have rejected God. The third thing I want to say is, we as humans here, we don't really know the spiritual realm as far as the fullness of what heaven's like or the fullness of what hell is like. But let me say this, that just the mere fact that you would be out of God's presence out of the presence of the love of the Father and the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, and you would be out in darkness is bad enough. That would be enough punishment right there. You know, the Bible talks about there being weeping and gnashing of teeth. I think the weeping and gnashing of teeth in the end is going to be the people that have great regret that they bought into the lies that caused them to reject God or to try to be God themselves. So just that alone would, would just make me think to myself, I don't want anything to do with this place called hell. But it's not just about worrying about whether you're going to go to hell or not. Look way beyond that and look into the scenario or think about the scenario that you would be in the presence of the Heavenly Father who loves you more than anyone could ever love you, more than you could ever imagine, who you'd be surrounded in the, in the presence of, in His presence, in His, his warmth and love with, with the Savior Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, with others who would love you, with others who have uh, lived righteous. That to me would be incentive. And then to get to know God. And the more you get to know Him, the more that you want to Stay within his boundaries and love on him because he is love. Not just because you're afraid that you're going to be cast out or sent to hell. So these are the things that I am always trying to get people to think about. Again, taking that choice, that free will choice, and choosing to surrender to the Lord, but not only surrender to him, to get to know him on a deep level, and then spending your life bringing others to him through whatever means necessary. And in all that process, the thought of a hell would never even come into play in your life. And then you would just be focusing on making sure that others figure out the truth. And that is that God is a God of great love and warmth. And he wants to be with you. And that should be the motivation and the focus. 
So again, as I say on every episode, I really pray that you choose to be in that first group that chooses to submit to him and his boundaries and gets to know him deeply and brings others to him. And everything else will fall into place. And all the worries about hell or or whatever kind of punishment would go away for yourself and you would just focus on making sure that other ones know the truth. Okay? So listen, uh, we'll be talking to you over the next days, weeks, months, and maybe even years. Uh, Lord willing. But until the next time, I pray that you'll think about these things and I pray that you'll come to the conclusion to be in that first group. Well, have a great rest of the day and and, uh, rest of the week. And again, this is David with Moment of Truth. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you later. Well, hello everyone. This is David and you're listening to Moment of Truth. This is the uh, program that will talk about God and other spiritual matters from a Christian viewpoint, but will never judge you or condemn you. Just want to talk to you, give you what I know to be the truth, and let you decide from there. So it's definitely would be all up to you, but I can tell you that it is the truth all day long, and I know that what I'm telling you, the things that I'll be telling you are the truth. But you'll have to decide, and I pray that you will. So we've been talking about a couple things. First of all, I've mentioned on a couple occasions now that there really are only two groups of people in this world. There's the first group that have acknowledged that there is a God creator of the universe, one God who created everything, who loves us and wants the best for us, and who have decided to get to know him and to share him with others. That's the first group. The other group is or are the people who have decided either there is no God because they believe he's a bully and hateful, therefore they'd rather there not be a God or pretend there not be a God than to acknowledge a God that they perceive as evil or hateful or a bully or whatever you want to say. And then there are those that really don't think about it one way or the other, but they don't submit to God because they want to be God, whether it's over themselves or themselves and other people. And we do have that going on in this world all over the place. Look all around you and this is what we have. So again, those are the two groups of people. I've also explained that God has given every one of us a free will. Every human being, every angelic being that he's created, he's given a free will. It's a huge risk to him because he knows that there are going to be people that turn away from him. But this is the only way that he can create is by giving folks free will because otherwise we'd be robots, we'd be puppets, and that's just not the way to go. He wants us to come to him on our own with our own free will choice and tell him that we surrender to him and that we love him and that we're going to um, stay within his boundaries and get to know him and bring others to him. But this free will can cause a lot of problems. Now I want you to understand also that if you decide to not be in the first group, the group that has surrendered to the Lord and his boundaries 
and develop a relationship with him that he's not going to force you to want to be in his presence or to live in the kingdom of heaven where he is located in the spiritual realm if you don't want to. So think about it. Would God or should God force you to be in his presence if you decide you don't want anything to do with him? You know, that's real tough. And uh, it's not it's not a fun thing for God. It's not something that God looks forward to being rejected. But it's just a reality that you have a free will. You have a choice. And that's the most perfect way to have created you, to, to give you a free will, a free choice. So now we get into this issue about heaven and hell. I know a lot of people have a lot of problems even thinking about hell or just the very existence of hell. So let me just clear some things up, okay? Maybe that maybe these will these things will help you. Hopefully they will to maybe get more clarified in your head and to better understand. First of all, let me say God did not create hell for humans. And especially he didn't create he didn't create a situation where he just couldn't wait to throw people in hell and to punish people that that was what he was all about and that he's this, this evil dictator a ruler thug or whatever you want to call it that, that just wants to throw people into hell and punish them that is a lie so I want to clear that up first of all secondly when people are in rebellion and they're engaged in evil behavior and they're engaged in rejection and especially trying to be God over others. What is God supposed to do? Is he supposed to just let that go and not deal with it? Is he supposed to just say, oh, okay, just let them let play God, let them harm others, let them let reject, let them let, let live in darkness? Um, so the fact or the, even the thought that there wouldn't be any kind of consequences or punishment that would not be a proper, just, uh, and righteous God if he let all that go. With that said, let me just say this. First of all, if you think about hell and you get upset about the fact of there being a hell or a judgment or punishment, are you thinking about it for yourself or are you thinking about it for other people? Because here's the thing, that if you don't live in a dark, rebellious, evil situation, if your life is not dark and evil and rebellious and rejecting God, the hell doesn't even come into play. There's not any, even any reason to even think about hell. Now, if you're concerned about others, you might say, well, I have my own self taken care of. I have my own decisions that have been made. I'm with the Lord but I'm worried about others, then that's that's very godly. Uh, I think about that all the time, which is the reason that I do this podcast. I don't just do it because I don't have anything to do. I have a full-time job and many responsibilities, but I think about the people who are out there in darkness who have rejected God. The third thing I want to say is, we as humans here, we don't really know the spiritual realm as far as the fullness of what heaven's like or the fullness of what hell is like. 
But let me say this, that just the mere fact that you would be out of God's presence, out of the presence of the love of the Father and the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, and you would be out in darkness is bad enough. That would be enough punishment right there. You know, the Bible talks about there being weeping and gnashing of teeth. I think the weeping and gnashing of teeth in the end is going to be <clears throat> the people that have great regret that they bought into the lies that caused them to reject God or to try to be God themselves. So just that alone would, would just make me think to myself, I don't want anything to do with this place called hell. But it's not just about worrying about whether you're going to go to hell or not. Look way beyond that and look into the scenario or think about the scenario that you would be in the presence of the Heavenly Father who loves you more than anyone could ever love you, more than you could ever imagine, who you'd be surrounded in the, in the presence of, in His presence, in His, his warmth and love with with the Savior Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, with others who would love you, with others who have uh, lived righteous, that to me would be incentive. And then to get to know God, and the more you get to know Him, the more that you want to stay within His boundaries and love on Him because He is love, not just because you're afraid that you're going to be cast out or sent to hell. So these are the things that I am always trying to get people to think about. Again, taking that choice, that free will choice, and choosing to surrender to the Lord, but not only surrender to Him, to get to know Him on a deep level, and then spending your life bringing others to Him through whatever means necessary. And in all that process, the thought of a hell would never even come into play in your life, and then you would just be focusing on making sure that others figure out the truth, and that is that God is a God of great love and warmth, and He wants to be with you, and that should be the motivation and the focus. So again, as I say on every episode, I really pray that you choose to be in that first group that chooses to submit to Him and His boundaries, and gets to know him deeply and brings others to him and everything else will fall into place and all the worries about hell or or whatever kind of punishment would go away for yourself and you would just focus on making sure that other ones know the truth okay so listen uh we'll be talking to you over the next days weeks months and maybe even years uh lord willing but until the next time, I pray that you'll think about these things and I pray that you'll come to the conclusion to be in that first group. Well, have a great rest of the day and, and uh, rest of the week. And again, this is David with Moment of Truth. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you later. Well, hello everyone. This is David and you're listening to Moment of Truth. This is the uh, program that will talk about God and other spiritual matters from a Christian viewpoint 
but will never judge you or condemn you. I just want to talk to you, give you what I know to be the truth, and let you decide from there. So it's definitely would be all up to you, but I can tell you that it is the truth all day long, and I know that what I'm telling you, the things that I'll be telling you are the truth, but you'll have to decide, and I pray that you will. So we've been talking about a couple things. First of all, I've mentioned on a couple occasions now that there really are only two groups of people in this world. There's the first group that have acknowledged that there is a God creator of the universe, one God who created everything, who loves us and wants the best for us, and who have decided to get to know him and to share him with others. That's the first group. The other group is or are the people who have decided either there is no God because they believe he's a bully and hateful, therefore they'd rather there not be a God or to pretend there not be a God than to acknowledge a God that they perceive as evil or hateful or a bully or whatever you want to say. And then there are those that really don't think about it one way or the other, but they don't submit to God because they want to be God, whether it's over themselves or themselves and other people. And we do have that going on in this world all over the place. Look all around you and this is what we have. So again, those are the two groups of people also explained that God has given every one of us a free will. Every human being, every angelic being that he's created, he's given a free will. It's a huge risk to him because he knows that there are going to be people that turn away from him, but this is the only way that he can create, is by giving folks free will, because otherwise we'd be robots, we'd be puppets, and that's just not the way to go. He wants us to come to him on our own with our own free will choice and tell him that we surrender to him and that we love him and that we're going to um, stay within his boundaries and get to know him and bring others to him. But this free will can cause a lot of problems. Now I want you to understand also that if you decide to not be in the first group, the group that has surrendered to the Lord and his boundaries and develop a relationship with him, that He's not going to force you to want to be in his presence or to live in the kingdom of heaven where he is located in the spiritual realm if you don't want to. So think about it. Would God or should God force you to be in his presence if you decide you don't want anything to do with him? You know, that's real tough. And uh, it's not it's not a fun thing for God. It's not something that God looks forward to being rejected but it's just a reality that you have a free will, you have a choice. And that's the most perfect way to have created you, to, to give you a free will, a free choice. So now we get into this issue about heaven and hell. Now, I know a lot of people have a lot of problems even thinking about hell or just the very existence of hell. But let me just clear some things up, okay? Maybe, the, maybe these will... These things will help you, hopefully they will, to maybe get more clarified in your head and to better understand. First of all, let me say, God did not create hell for humans. And especially, he didn't create, he didn't create a situation where 
he just couldn't wait to throw people in hell and to punish people that that was what he was all about and that he's this, this evil dictator a ruler or thug or whatever you want to call it that, that just wants to throw people into hell and punish them that is a lie so I want to clear that up first of all secondly when people are in rebellion and they're engaged in evil behavior and they're engaged in rejection and especially trying to be God over others what is God supposed to do is he supposed to just let that go and not deal with it is he supposed to just say oh, okay just let them let them play God let them harm others let them let them reject let them let, let them live in darkness um, so the fact or the even the thought that there wouldn't be any kind of consequences or punishment that would not be a proper just uh, and righteous God if he let all that go with that said let me just say this first of all if you think about hell and you get upset about the fact of there being a hell or a judgment or punishment are you thinking about it for yourself or are you thinking about it for other people because here's the thing that if you don't live in a dark rebellious evil situation if your life is not dark and evil and rebellious and rejecting God the hell doesn't even come into play there's not any even any reason to even think about hell now if you're concerned about others you might say well I have my own self taken care of I have my own decisions that have been made I'm with the Lord but I'm worried about others then that's that's very godly uh, I think about that all the time which is the reason that I do this podcast I don't just do it because I don't have anything to do I have a full-time job and many responsibilities but I think about the people who are out there in darkness who have rejected God the third thing I want to say is we as humans here we don't really know the spiritual realm as far as the fullness of what heaven's like or the fullness of what hell is like but let me say this that just the mere fact that you would be out of God's presence out of the presence of the love of the Father and the Son Jesus and the Holy Spirit and you would be out in darkness is bad enough that would be enough punishment right there you know the Bible talks about there being weeping and gnashing of teeth I think the weeping and gnashing of teeth in the end is going to be <clears throat> the people that have great regret that they bought into the lies that caused them to reject God or to try to be God themselves so just that alone would would just make me think to myself I don't want anything to do with this place called hell but it's not just about worrying about whether you're going to go to hell or not look way beyond that and look into the scenario or think about the scenario that you would be in the presence of the Heavenly Father who loves you more than anyone could ever love you more than you could ever imagine who you'd be surrounded in the, in the presence of in his presence in his his warmth and love with with the Savior Jesus with the Holy Spirit with others 
who would love you, with others who have uh, lived righteous. That to me would be incentive. And then to get to know God. And the more you get to know him, the more that you want to stay within his boundaries and love on him because he is love. Not just because you're afraid that you're going to be cast out or sent to hell. So these are the things that I am always trying to get people to think about. Again, taking that choice, that free will choice, and choosing to surrender to the Lord, but not only surrender to him, to get to know him on a deep level, and then spending your life bringing others to him through whatever means necessary. And in all that process... The thought of a hell would never even come into play in your life. And then you would just be focusing on making sure that others figure out the truth. And that is that God is a God of great love and warmth. And he wants to be with you. And that should be the motivation and the focus. So again, as I say on every episode, I really pray that you choose to be in that first group chooses to submit to him and his boundaries and gets to know him deeply and brings others to him and everything else will fall into place and all the worries about hell or or whatever kind of punishment would go away for yourself and you would just focus on making sure that other ones know the truth okay so listen uh, we'll be talking to you over the next days, weeks, months, and maybe even years, uh, Lord willing. But until the next time, I pray that you'll think about these things, and I pray that you'll come to the conclusion to be in that first group. Well, have a great rest of the day and, and uh, rest of the week. And again, this is David with Moment of Truth. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you later. Well, hello, everyone. This is David, and you're listening to Moment of Truth. This is the uh, program that will talk about God and other spiritual matters from a Christian viewpoint, but will never judge you or condemn you. I just want to talk to you, give you what I know to be the truth, and let you decide from there. So it's definitely would be all up to you, but I can tell you that it is the truth all day long, and I know that what I'm telling you, the things that I'll be telling you are the truth, but you'll have to decide, and I pray that you will. So we've been talking about a couple things. First of all, I've mentioned on a couple occasions now that there really are only two groups of people in this world. There's the first group that have acknowledged that there is a God creator of the universe, one God who created everything, who loves us and wants the best for us, and who have decided to get to know him and to share him with others. That's the first group. The other group is or are the people who have decided either there is no God because they believe he's a bully and hateful, therefore they'd rather they're not be a God or to pretend they're not be a God than to acknowledge a God that they perceive as evil or hateful or a bully or whatever you want to say. And then there are those that really don't think about it one way or the other, but they don't 
submit to God because they want to be God, whether it's over themselves or themselves and other people. And we do have that going on in this world all over the place. Look all around you, and this is what we have. So again, those are the two groups of people. I've also explained that God has given every one of us a free will. Every human being, every angelic being that he's created, he's given a free will. It's a huge risk to him because he knows that there are going to be people that turn away from him, but this is the only way that he can create, is by giving folks free will, because other, otherwise we'd be robots, we'd be puppets, and that's just not the way to go. He wants us to come to him on our own with our own free will choice and tell him that we surrender to him and that we love him and that we're going to um, stay within his boundaries and get to know him and bring others to him. But this free will can cause a lot of problems. Now I want you to understand also that if you decide to not be in the first group, the group that has surrendered to the Lord and his boundaries and develop a relationship with him, that he's not going to force you to want to be in his presence or to live in the kingdom of heaven where he is located in the spiritual realm if you don't want to. So think about it. Would God or should God force you to be in his presence if you decide you don't want anything to do with him? You know, that's real tough. And uh, it's not it's not a fun thing for God. It's not something that God looks forward to being rejected. But it's just a reality that you have a free will. You have a choice. And that's the most perfect way to have created you, to, to give you a free will, a free choice. So... Now we get into this issue about heaven and hell. I know a lot of people have a lot of problems even thinking about hell or just the very existence of hell. But let me just clear some things up, okay? Maybe that maybe these will these things will help you. Hopefully they will to maybe get more clarified in your head and to better understand. First of all, let me say God did not create hell for humans and especially he didn't create he didn't create a situation where he just couldn't wait to throw people in hell and to punish people that that was what he was all about and that he's this, this evil dictator a ruler a thug or whatever you want to call it that, that just wants to throw people into hell and punish them that is a lie so I want to clear that up first of all Secondly, when people are in rebellion and they're engaged in evil behavior and they're engaged in rejection and especially trying to be God over others, what is God supposed to do? Is he supposed to just let that go and not deal with it? Is he supposed to just say, oh, okay, just let them, let them play God, let them harm others, let them, let them reject, let them, let, let them live in darkness? Um, so the fact or the even the thought that there wouldn't be any kind of consequences or punishment that would not be a proper just uh, and righteous God if he let all that go with that said let me just say this first of all if you think about hell and you get upset about the fact of there being a hell or a judgment or punishment are you thinking about it for yourself or are you thinking about it for other people? 
Because here's the thing, that if you don't live in a dark, rebellious, evil situation, if your life is not dark and evil and rebellious and rejecting God, the hell doesn't even come into play. There's not any, even any reason to even think about hell. Now, if you're concerned about others, you might say, well, I have my own self taken care of. I have my own decisions that have been made. I'm with the Lord, but I'm worried about others. Then that's, that's very godly. Uh, I think about that all the time, which is the reason that I do this podcast. I don't just do it because I don't have anything to do. I have a full-time job and many responsibilities, but I think about the people who are out there in darkness who have rejected God. The third thing I want to say is, we as humans here, we don't really know the spiritual realm as far as the fullness of what heaven's like or the fullness of what hell is like. But let me say this, that just the mere fact that you would be out of God's presence out of the presence of the love of the Father and the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, and you would be out in darkness is bad enough. That would be enough punishment right there. You know, the Bible talks about there being weeping and gnashing of teeth. I think the weeping and gnashing of teeth in the end is going to be <clears throat> the people that have great regret that they bought into the lies that caused them to reject God or to try to be God themselves. So just that alone would, would just make me think to myself, I don't want anything to do with this place called hell. But it's not just about worrying about whether you're going to go to hell or not. Look way beyond that and look into the scenario or think about the scenario that you would be in the presence of the Heavenly Father who loves you more than anyone could ever love you, more than you could ever imagine, who you'd be surrounded in the, in the presence of, in His presence, in His, his warmth and love with, with the Savior Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, with others who would love you, with others who have uh, lived righteous. That to me would be incentive. And then to get to know God. And the more you get to know Him, the more that you want to stay within his boundaries and love on him because he is love not just because you're afraid that you're going to be cast out or sent to hell so these are the things that i am always trying to get people to think about again taking that choice that free will choice and choosing to surrender to the lord but not only surrender to him to get to know him on a deep level and then spending your life bringing others to him through whatever means necessary. And in all that process, the thought of a hell would never even come into play in your life. And then you would just be focusing on making sure that others figure out the truth. And that is that God is a God of great love and warmth. And he wants to be with you. And that should be the motivation and the focus. So again, as I say on every episode, I really pray that you choose to be in that first group that chooses to submit to him and his boundaries 
and gets to know him deeply and brings others to him. And everything else will fall into place. And all the worries about hell or, or whatever kind of punishment would go away for yourself and you would just focus on making sure that other ones know the truth. Okay? So listen, uh, we'll be talking to you over the next days, weeks, months, and maybe even years, uh, Lord willing. But until the next time, I pray that you'll think about these things and I pray that you'll come to the conclusion to be in that first group. Well, have a great rest of the day and, and uh, rest of the week. And again, this is David with Moment of Truth. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you later. Hi, everyone. This is David with Moment of Truth. I just wanted to talk to you for just a minute. Uh, this is something that I didn't plan, but I, I just thought of something that I want to speak to you about. And that is that uh, I realize the truth of the matter is that we just don't know what to believe a lot of the time. There are so many things floating around that people say are truth and and then uh, the opposite where people say that certain things that are really the truth are lies. So it's hard oftentimes to be able to separate truth from lies. But I just wanted to let you know throughout the next few days, weeks, and months that I promise you I will give you the truth, the truth that'll set you free. If you'll just bear with me and continue to listen. Uh, again, I've just recently started with this podcast. So just if you could just give me a little bit of grace, but I'll do my very, very best to uh, speak to you in an interesting way and just get you to think. Again, this podcast will never judge you or condemn you, but I simply want to speak the truth to you and hope and pray that you'll confirm that it is the truth. I think that it will register over time. It will register in your mind and in your being that what I'm telling you is the truth. And the only thing left will be to act on it, to act on the truth, to not sit on the fence. So again, I just wanted to jump on here just for a couple minutes and let you know that, of course, I'm rooting for you. And I will do my very, very best and praying that my Heavenly Father will help me speak to you and really get to the heart of the matter and really help you to make clear decisions and to be able to sort out the truth from the lies because that's very, very much needed in this day and age, especially with the things that have been going on lately. So again, I'm on your side and I'll never judge you or condemn you but I want to speak the truth to you, and I pray that you act on the truth. Well, thank you very much, and we will talk to you next time. Again, this is David with Moment of Truth. Bye now. Hi, everyone. This is David with Moment of Truth. I just wanted to talk to you for just a minute. Uh, this is something that I didn't plan, but I, I just thought of something that I want to speak to you about. And that is that uh, I realize the truth of the matter is that we just don't know what to believe a lot of the time. There are so many things floating around that people say are truth and, and then uh, the opposite where people say that certain things that are really the truth are lies. So it's hard oftentimes to be able to separate 
truth from lies. But I just wanted to let you know throughout the next few days, weeks, and months that I promise you I will give you the truth, the truth that will set you free. If you'll just bear with me and continue to listen. Uh, again, I've just recently started with this podcast, so just if you could just give me a little bit of grace, but I'll do my very, very best to uh, speak to you in an interesting way and just get you to think. Again, this podcast will never judge you or condemn you, but I simply want to speak the truth to you and hope and pray that you'll confirm that it is the truth. I think that it will register over time. It will register in your mind and in your being that what I'm telling you is the truth. And the only thing left will be to act on it, to act on the truth, to not sit on the fence. So again, I just wanted to jump on here just for a couple minutes and let you know that, of course, I'm rooting for you. And I will do my very, very best and praying that my Heavenly Father will help me speak to you and really get to the heart of the matter and really help you to make clear decisions and to be able to sort out the truth from the lies because that's very, very much needed in this day and age, especially with the things that have been going on lately. So again, I'm on your side and I'll never judge you or condemn you, but I want to speak the truth to you and I pray that you act on the truth. Well, thank you very much, and we will talk to you next time. Again, this is David with Moment of Truth. Bye now. Hi, everyone. This is David with Moment of Truth. I just wanted to talk to you for just a minute. Uh, this is something that I didn't plan, but I, I just thought of something that I want to speak to you about. And that is that uh, I realize the truth of the matter is that we just don't know what to believe a lot of the time. There are so many things floating around that people say are truth and and then uh, the opposite where people say that certain things that are really the truth are lies. So it's hard oftentimes to be able to separate truth from lies. But I just wanted to let you know throughout the next few days, weeks, and months that I promise you I will give you the truth the truth that will set you free. If you'll just bear with me and continue to listen. Uh, again, I've just recently started with this podcast. So just if you could just give me a little bit of grace. But I'll do my very, very best to uh, speak to you in an interesting way. And just get you to think. Again, this podcast will never judge you or condemn you. But I simply want to speak the truth to you and hope and pray that you'll confirm that it is the truth. I think that it will register over time. It will register in your mind and in your being that what I'm telling you is the truth. And the only thing left will be to act on it, to act on the truth, to not sit on the fence. So again, I just wanted to jump on here just for a couple minutes and let you know that, of course, I'm rooting for you. And I will do my very, very best and praying that my Heavenly Father will help me speak to you and really get to the heart of the matter and really help you to make clear decisions and to be able to sort out the truth from the lies because that's very, very much needed in this day and age, especially with the things that have been going on lately. 
So again, I'm on your side, and I'll never judge you or condemn you, but I want to speak the truth to you, and I pray that you act on the truth. Well, thank you very much, and we will talk to you next time. Again, this is David with Moment of Truth. Bye now. Hello, everyone. This is David, and you're listening to Moment of Truth. This is a podcast that talks about God and other spiritual matters from a Christian viewpoint, but also a program that will never judge you or condemn you. All I'm going to do is just speak the truth to you and let you decide whether it is the truth. Because out there, there are so many lies, it's hard to get to the truth. So that's what we do here. We just talk to you, and then we let you decide if indeed you feel it is the truth. And um, I pray that you will. Today we're going to talk about free will. But first I want to go back and review uh, the first episode, the, the one that we started with, which basically talked about two groups of people in this world. The bottom line is, you're in one of two groups in this world. You are either in the group that believes in the one God of creation, commits to live within God's boundaries, and gets to know him personally and helps others to turn to him. So you're in that group that's totally committed to him and wants others to come to him. Or you're in the second group that rejects him because you perceive that he's an evil bully based on your life experience. Or you reject him because you want to be God over your life and maybe even others' lives. So again, you're in either one of those two groups. Either the group that believes in God and is totally committed to him, or that rejects him for various reasons. Uh, I also want to review something that I talked about in the first episode. That just basically points out the fact that for some of you that have rejected God because you think he's an evil bully based on your life's experiences has a lot to do with how you've seen other humans, other people, uh, treat people and all the evil that goes on. And I want to let you know, as I said in the first episode, that that is a huge mistake. You just can't determine who God is based on the choices and behaviors of others. It's never a good thing and it never works. So I hope and pray that you choose to be in the first category where you believe in him and you're fully committed to him and you believe that he loves you and that he wants the best for you and then you want to bring others to him. But the fact is that we've all been given a free will to choose one or the other. And this includes everyone on this earth, every human ever created, as well as every angelic being ever created. So let's explore free will in a little more depth, okay? So when God created you, he made a perfect decision to give you a free will. So with this free will, you have the ability to accept him and his boundaries or reject him and attempt to be God. Otherwise, we would all be like puppets or robots. At the same time, he knew he, knew he was taking a huge risk knowing that some might reject him. And of course, this has come to pass. But you know, he'd rather you come to him by your own choice with love and loyalty than by force. Because you know, that wouldn't be love at all. Let me ask you this question. Do you have children? 
or do you know anyone who has children? I'm sure that if you're a parent, or we're talking about any parents, but I'm sure that any parent absolutely loves it when their kid comes to them without any prodding and they just tell you that they love you or they want to give you a hug on their own and show you love. That's the best feeling that you could ever have as a parent. Well, this is the same with God. Again, he wants you to come to him on your own with your free will and tell him you love him and commit to him and all that without any prodding. That absolutely pleases God and that's what he's trying to accomplish. Again, even though he's taken a huge risk, it's an enormous risk to give everyone free will, but it's the most perfect thing to do. Unfortunately, the ones that reject God by choice not only break God's heart, but also cause harm to others. The end result of free will is that we live in a world mixed with good and evil. Those who choose God, love, and mercy, or those who reject God and choose darkness, selfishness, and rebellion. But even again, with this huge risk by God, he can't have it any other way because any other choice would be flawed and imperfect. So I just want you, again, to take some time to think about the free will that God has given you and to know that you have a choice, again, to choose to accept him and to choose to live within his boundaries and to serve others and bring others to him or, or to completely reject him, be your own God, or even impose your own will on others trying to play God. Of course, that alternative never works. So I just pray that you'll think about all this. And again, this is not out of judgment or condemnation, but I just want to speak the truth to you and tell you that you have two choices. And I pray that you'll choose the first one. I pray that you'll use your free will to surrender to the Lord. So I hope you choose God and you get to know him. Thanks for listening. And until next time, this is David. And you've been listening to A Moment of Truth. And I hope you have a great day and a great week. See ya. Hello, everyone. This is David, and you're listening to Moment of Truth. This is a podcast that talks about God and other spiritual matters from a Christian viewpoint, but also a program that will never judge you or condemn you. All I'm going to do is just speak the truth to you and let you decide whether it is the truth. Because out there, there are so many lies, it's hard to get to the truth. So that's what we do here. We just talk to you, and then we let you decide if indeed you feel it is the truth. And um, I pray that you will. Today we're going to talk about free will. But first, I want to go back and review uh, the first episode, the, the one that we started with which basically talked about two groups of people in this world. The bottom line is, you're in one of two groups in this world. You are either in the group that believes in the one God of creation, commits to live within God's boundaries, and gets to know him personally and helps others to turn to him. 
So you're in that group that's totally committed to him and wants others to come to him. Or you're in the second group that rejects him because you perceive that he's an evil bully based on your life experience. Or you reject him because you want to be God over your life and maybe even others' lives. So again, you're in either one of those two groups. Either the group that believes in God and is totally committed to him, or that rejects him for various reasons. Uh, I also want to review something that I talked about in the first episode. That just basically points out the fact that for some of you that have rejected God because you think he's an evil bully based on your life's experiences has a lot to do with how you've seen other humans, other people, uh, treat people and all the evil that goes on. And I want to let you know, as I said in the first episode, that that is a huge mistake. You just can't determine who God is based on the choices and behaviors of others. It's never a good thing and it never works. So I hope and pray that you choose to be in the first category where you believe in him and you're fully committed to him and you believe that he loves you and that he wants the best for you and then you want to bring others to him. But the fact is that we've all been given a free will to choose one or the other. And this includes everyone on this earth, every human ever created, as well as every angelic being ever created. So let's explore free will in a little more depth, okay? So when God created you, he made a perfect decision to give you a free will. So with this free will, you have the ability to accept him and his boundaries or reject him and attempt to be God. Otherwise, we would all be like puppets or robots. At the same time, he knew he was taking a huge risk knowing that some might reject him. And of course, this has come to pass. But you know, he'd rather you come to him by your own choice with love and loyalty than by force, because you know that wouldn't be love at all. Let me ask you this question. Do you have children? Or do you know anyone who has children? I'm sure that if you're a parent, or we're talking about any parents, but I'm sure that any parent absolutely loves it when their kid comes to them without any prodding, and they just tell you that they love you or they wanna give you a hug, on their own and show you love. That's the best feeling that you could ever have as a parent. Well, this is the same with God. Again, he wants you to come to him on your own with your free will and tell him you love him and commit to him and all that without any prodding. That absolutely pleases God and that's what he's trying to accomplish. Again, even though he's taken a huge risk, it's an enormous risk to give everyone free will, but it's the most perfect thing to do. Unfortunately, the ones that reject God by choice not only break God's heart, but also cause harm to others. The end result of free will is that we live in a world mixed with good and evil. Those who choose God, love, and mercy, or those who reject God and choose darkness selfishness and rebellion but even again with this huge risk by god he can't have it any other way because any other choice would be flawed and imperfect 
So I just want you, again, to take some time to think about the free will that God has given you and to know that you have a choice, again, to choose to accept him and to choose to live within his boundaries and to serve others and bring others to him or, or to completely reject him, be your own God, or even impose your own will on others trying to play God. Of course, that alternative never works. So I just pray that you'll think about all this. And again, this is not out of judgment or condemnation, but I just want to speak the truth to you and tell you that you have two choices. And I pray that you'll choose the first one. I pray that you'll use your free will to surrender to the Lord. So I hope you choose God and you get to know him. Thanks for listening. And until next time, this is David, and you've been listening to A Moment of Truth, and I hope you have a great day and a great week. See ya. Well, hello, everyone. I'm David, and welcome to my very first podcast of Moment of Truth. I am so excited about this. This has been a long time in the making. Just had a lot of obstacles and a lot of, uh, a lot of hurdles to be able to get to this point. But again, I just want to thank you so much for taking your time to listen. I have a lot of things to say. and uh, A lot of what I'm going to talk about over these podcasts are going to have to do with the God of creation, spiritual matters, things, things of that nature from a Christian perspective. However, I'm not going to preach at you or thump you over the head with the Bible, and I'm certainly not going to judge you. So I welcome everyone... No matter what you believe, no matter what you think, I, I just welcome the welcome all of you to be able to be involved with this and to just to get you to think, just to get you to reason with me. And, um, you know, that's very, very important, especially in a day and age where we really don't do that much at all. We're just constantly at war with each other, and I don't subscribe to that. So anyway... Again, I want to welcome you and again let you know that uh, you're more than welcome to listen and know that you're not going to be judged, okay? But today, um, I have a question. And the question is, to be God or not to be God? Kind of like uh, Hamlet's soliloquy, only to be God or not to be God instead of to be or not to be. That's kind of where I came up from. See how that works? <laughs> and basically, the, the premise is that really there are two groups of people in this world. The first group are those that choose the God of creation and believe in one God of creation, and they make a lifetime commitment to stay within his boundaries, get to know him to the best of their ability, although not perfect, and through love and patience, guide others to him. So that's the first group of people. Uh, the second group are those that, for whatever reason, uh, they've decided that they are the God of their life. And some in this group who also have a desire to be God over other people in their lives, or have decided that God has given them authority to be judge, jury, and executioner over others. So again, these are the two groups of people in this world, and you fall into one of these two categories. So no matter what you believe, no matter where you are at in your life with things, you're going to follow, you're going to fall into one of these two categories. So 
let's just take a few minutes and explore these two groups, okay? So group one, uh, those that have determined that they were created by God and therefore can't possibly be God. Because obviously if you were created by God, you can't be God. I think you probably follow that logic. So in turn, they decide to humble themselves and proclaim their allegiance to the God of creation. Uh, secondly, this group of people have concluded that God is loving, merciful, and has their best interest in mind, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, and you know there will be. Uh, just goes without saying. So it's easy to surrender to this God if you're convinced that this is the true and living God. So if you're, if you're convinced that he's loving and kind and merciful, and that he has your best interest at heart, then it's easy to surrender to him and follow him. But then you have the second group of people. Um, you can break these folks down to a couple categories. So the first category would be those that don't believe in a God of creation at all, or so they say so. Uh, we would call them typically atheists, maybe agnostics, question God. But I really believe that those who claim to be atheists are simply those who, through their life's experiences, seeing others and dealing with life and behaviors of others, have been convinced that God is a hateful bully or just doesn't care. So in their mind, to protect themselves, they would rather declare that God doesn't exist than to acknowledge a God that they perceived as unloving and filled with hatred. And unfortunately, their, their big mistake is that they've looked at human behavior to determine God's character, and this is fatal. This is fatal, my friends. The truth and reality is that all humans and angelic beings have been created by God with a free will. So there's always going to be a chance that the free will will be abused, causing harm to others. Again, it's misguided thinking to judge God's character based on what other people choose. It's very, it's a, just a very bad path to go down, and you want to avoid that at all cost. But then you've got another segment of this group, and that segment is those that they don't really care whether God exists or not, but they simply want power over others. In other words, they think that they're God, not only over their own lives, but the lives of others. Now, these are people that don't have any fear or second thought about God and his judgment because they think that they're just going to either escape God's judgment or they'll be able to endure any punishment that God might impose on them. But what they don't consider is that being separated from a loving, merciful God will bring unimaginable pain and sorrow. And I can't emphasize that enough. Again, this podcast is moment of truth, and I'm speaking the truth, but the thing is, is that I can't force you to believe but I'm telling you, being separated from the God of creation, who's loving and kind and merciful and who wants the best for you, that is the truth. But, you know, you'll have to figure that out on your own. You'll have to, to, to um, decide and sort things out. And listen, I know it's not easy sometimes because you see what's going on all around you and you think, what in the world is going on? Of course, a lot of that has to do with free will choice of human beings. And I'll get into that in the next podcast. I'm going to get into in depth about free will and, and all of that kind of thing. So again, the most important decision you'll ever make in your life 
is to decide which group of people you belong to. Those who have decided that there is a God of creation who is in control and loves you dearly and wants the best for you and therefore will commit to living in his boundaries, getting to know him and bringing others to him with an approach of love and humility. Or B, secondly, those who choose not to believe for different reasons or who have decided that God is a mean, hateful bully or those who don't really care whether God exists or not and choose to try and be God over others. So the truth is, as I've mentioned earlier, that we were created by a loving, kind, and merciful God who wants the best for us, and that we do not have the ability to be God. And I want you to hear this. We do not have the ability to be God. If we were created by God, we'd know nothing about being God. And when we try to be God, it doesn't work. It never works. But this is something that you have to learn on your own, that you're going to have to figure out on your own. If you want to really try to sort this out and really figure out what the truth is, then you'll, you'll make the effort and you'll take the effort to, to sort it out. And hopefully, my prayer is that you will end up deciding to be in that first group. Those are people who have surrendered to the God of creation and have gotten to know him for who he really is. And they will have a desire to bring others to that relationship with God. Well, I'll speak again the next time. And uh, uh, the next podcast, I'll be getting into this in more depth regarding free will and how this all fits in. I just have a whole lot of things to say and uh, just be patient with me. Um, but there's a lot of things that that I know to be the truth but I can't force you to believe. But maybe over time, when you hear this, that'll help you sort things out. Again, I will never preach to you. I will never judge you or condemn you. Uh, I just want to talk to you. I want to talk to you out of love because I want you to be with God forever in his presence. And I want you to know the truth about who he is. So we'll explore free will next time and a bunch of other things over the next several podcasts. So listen, thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a great, great day and a great week, and we'll talk more. This is the Moment of Truth, and I'm David. See you later. Well, hello, everyone. This is David with Moment of Truth. It's the podcast that speaks the truth about God, the Creator, and other spiritual matters from a Christian viewpoint, but will never judge you or condemn you. So anyone that wants to listen is more than welcome to, no matter what your beliefs. I just want to talk to you. I want to speak the truth to you, but of course, you'll have to decide whether what I'm telling you is the truth. And of course, in this day and age, it's, can be, it's very difficult or can be very difficult to sort it out. But I am always willing to give it a try. If you just bear with me and, and listen and listen to this podcast and all future podcasts, I promise I won't be long, but I'll also speak the truth that will set you free. But of course, you'll have to decide. So I have a question for you. Are you in the group of people that have come to believe that God isn't necessarily good or that he doesn't really necessarily care or actually even enjoys watching us suffer? If you are in that group, I want to ask you a question. How did you come to that determination? 
if in other words, if you feel that God isn't good and loving and kind and cares about you, that he really is, again, just like a bully or uh, just wants to watch you suffer and actually gets some enjoyment out of it. I want to ask you how you came to that determination. Oftentimes, when someone comes to that decision, they come to that decision based on what happens around them. So in other words, based on life circumstance, what other people do to each other, what happens in this world, all the suffering, and what has happened in their life personally has caused them to determine that God isn't good or that God is a bully or that God actually maybe even enjoys watching us suffer. Now, I'm here to tell you that that is not the truth. That is an absolute lie. But, of course, I can't force you to believe that. But let me, let me ask you something. When you made that decision, have you, have you based it have you actually based it on watching things around you, watching human behavior? Because the truth of the matter is that every day in this world, good things and bad things happen. So if you're going to judge God for the bad things that happen and determine that he's a bully or that he's evil or he doesn't care, then what about when the good things happen? What about when you see beautiful things? What about when you look at how everything is created and the beautiful skies and the oceans and the earth and the plants and the trees and the birds and other animals. How about a baby being born? How about the time when one person shows kindness and love toward another? How about when someone feeds the homeless or uh, visits the widow or orphan? Then do you determine that God is good based on that? Well, see, this is the thing. We cannot judge who God is based on how humans treat each other, or what goes on in this earth, because we could determine in one sense that God is bad and evil, and in another sense that he's good, loving, and kind, and that just can't work. Either he is good and loving and kind, or he isn't. So really what you're looking at is what we've talked about in earlier programs, and that is people making free will choices, to choose to do either good toward other humans or to commit evil against other humans. So you have to sort it out and you have to understand that God and his character is not based on human behavior. I mean, we wish that everyone would be kind and loving and godlike, but that's just not reality because of free will. And I hate to keep talking about that, but that's that's the truth. Free will uh is the difference in how humans behave because God has given every one of us a free will, which, as I've said earlier in earlier broadcasts, that that was the perfect thing to do. I also want to mention something else. When we are getting upset at the suffering, especially of little children or other innocent people, um, we have to understand that this life is really only about Five seconds. I say five seconds. I know it's not literally five seconds, but compared to eternity, our eternal existence, this life is just a few short seconds. So the suffering that people go through on this earth is very, very brief compared to eternity. 
And also, when we leave this world, we will have no memory of the suffering that we went through. And again, really, this is, this is a choice. This earth life is a choice to decide whether we're going to uh, allow God to be God, live within his boundaries, get to know him and bring others to him, and choose to be kind and loving and merciful, or the opposite. But again, in your considering about the suffering that you see around you, no, it's not good. And I'm, I'm not saying that you shouldn't get upset about it. But what I'm saying is that that does not determine God's character. That has to do with humans and how we treat each other. And also the fact that this life goes very quickly. I don't know if you've noticed, but it does. And I say five seconds, but I think you get the point. So you, again, remember that this life goes very, very quick. And when we leave this earth and we continue on with our, our eternal spiritual existence, we won't have any memory of any suffering if we have chosen God and chosen to live uh, in his boundaries and to get to know him and have a relationship with him. Um, all the pain and suffering will be wiped away. Every tear will be wiped away. So you don't have to worry about, you know, all the memory of the suffering because no, no one in God's presence after this life will have to deal with any more suffering. I also want you to think about something else. Anyone who is innocent on this earth will be taken care of. You can, be re you can rest assured that God will take care of them and that justice will ultimately prevail. The justice of God. In other words, he's really the only one that can give true justice because he knows all the details. He knows what was done, why it was done, all the details about what was done to innocent people, um, whether it's children or other innocent people. And so you can rest assured that God will take care of all that. God sees and deals with every evil action against innocent, but in his way. So you have to understand that just because you think it should be handled a certain way doesn't mean that it should. You know, it appears that part of the time God intervenes when evil and suffering is going on, and other times he doesn't. But the truth of the matter is he's always intervening. intervening. We just don't necessarily see it or think it's the way that uh, it should be. But God is in total control. Everything that goes on, he sees and knows, and he takes care of everything. And again, trust me. The innocent will be taken care of, they will be protected, and there will be no more suffering after we leave this earth that lasts about five seconds of existence. But lastly, what I want to do, uh, I'm going to go over with you, it's very, very important. And again, all of this is the absolute truth that will set you free, and you'll have to decide, but in the end... Everything else that's happened with other people and other situations, God will take care of. But there's one thing that you're ultimately going to have to be ready for. And that is the one-on-one -on -one standing and giving account for what you've done in your life or haven't done. It's going to be you and God when it comes to the time of um, 
judgment or standing one-on-one -on -one with God, and everyone will, believe me, it is the absolute truth that every single human being will stand before God and give an account. And you will be judged based on what you do with what you knew. I mean, obviously everyone can't be judged the same because we all have different upbringings. Some of us were raised in a lot better of a family environment with loving parents, uh, Christian parents. And so we'll be more accountable than those who weren't. Those who were raised in an abusive environment, uh, they'll be judged differently. But we'll all be judged based on what we did with what we knew. But again, I want to make it very, very clear that this will happen. And before you know it, it will, it will happen. This life, again, as I've said, is very, very short. It lasts really quick. And again, as I'm sure you've already, already noticed, life passes by very quickly. So your job is to, if you should, if you should decide, is to get to know God, to live within his boundaries, develop a deep relationship with him, and bring as many people to him as you can. That is your main assignment in this life. And so at the day of accountability between you and God, you can stand before him with a clean and pure heart and conscience and feel at total peace because you know that you lived a righteous life and you did the right thing. I also want to say or suggest that you just look around you. Just look at this world. I mentioned earlier, you know, the sky, the beautiful skies and and the oceans and, and the land and the, the trees and uh, the animals and babies being born and all the beautiful things. Let me ask you, do, does it seem like God is an evil bully who would create all this beauty? Does it seem like he is an evil bully? If there's any ugliness, it's caused by humans abusing their free will. So again, I want you to keep it separate because, again, God's character and who he is is separate from what humans decide with their free will. Well, thanks again for listening, or thanks for listening for the first time. I hope that you believe what I'm telling you is the truth, because it will set you free. Again, this is David with Moment of Truth, and I hope you have a great day and a great rest of the week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Well, hello, everyone. This is David with Moment of Truth. It's the podcast that speaks the truth about God, the Creator, and other spiritual matters from a Christian viewpoint, but will never judge you or condemn you. So anyone that wants to listen is more than welcome to, no matter what your beliefs. I just want to talk to you. I want to speak the truth to you, but of course, you'll have to decide whether what I'm telling you is the truth. And of course, in this day and age, it's can be it's very difficult or can be very difficult to sort it out. But I am always willing to give it a try. If you just bear with me and, and listen and listen to this podcast and all future podcasts, I promise I won't be long, but I'll also speak the truth that will set you free. But of course, you'll have to decide. So I have a question for you. Are you in the group of people that have come to believe that God isn't necessarily good or that he doesn't really necessarily care or actually even enjoys watching us suffer. 
If you are in that group, I want to ask you a question. How did you come to that determination? If, In other words, if you feel that God isn't good and loving and kind and cares about you, that he really is, again, just like a bully or uh, just wants to watch you suffer and actually gets some enjoyment out of it. I want to ask you how you came to that determination. Oftentimes, when someone comes to that decision, they come to that decision based on what happens around them. So in other words, based on life circumstance, what other people do to each other, what happens in this world, all the suffering, and what has happened in their life personally has caused them to determine that God isn't good, or that God is a bully, or that God actually maybe even enjoys watching us suffer. Now, I'm here to tell you that that is not the truth. That is an absolute lie. But, of course, I can't force you to believe that. But let me, let me ask you something. When you made that decision, have you, have you based it, have you actually based it on watching things around you, watching human behavior? Because the truth of the matter is that every day in this world, good things and bad things happen. So if you're going to judge God for the bad things that happen and determine that he's a bully or that he's evil or he doesn't care, then what about when the good things happen? What about when you see beautiful things? What about when you look at how everything is created and the beautiful skies and the oceans and the earth and the plants and the trees and the birds and other animals? How about a baby being born? How about the time when one person shows kindness and love toward another? How about when someone feeds the homeless or uh, visits the widow or orphan? Then do you determine that God is good based on that? Well, see, this is the thing. We cannot judge who God is based on how humans treat each other, what goes on in this earth, because we could determine in one sense that God is bad and evil, and in another sense that he's good, loving, and kind, and that just can't work. Either he is good and loving and kind, or he isn't. So really what you're looking at is what we've talked about in earlier programs, and that is people making free will choices to choose to do either good toward other humans or to commit evil against other humans. So you have to sort it out and you have to understand that God and his character is not based on human behavior. I mean, we wish that everyone would be kind and loving and godlike, but that's just not reality because of free will. And I hate to keep talking about that, but that's that's the truth. Free will uh, is the difference in how humans behave because God has given every one of us a free will, which, as I've said earlier in earlier broadcasts, that that was the perfect thing to do. I also want to mention something else. When we are getting upset at the suffering, especially of little children or other innocent people, um, we have to understand that this life is really only about five seconds. I say five seconds, I know it's not literally five seconds, but compared to eternity, our eternal existence, this life is just a few short seconds. So the suffering that people go through on this earth 
is very, very brief compared to eternity. And also, when we leave this world, we will have no memory of the suffering that we went through. And again, really, this is, this is a choice. This earth life is a choice to decide whether we're going to uh, allow God to be God, live within his boundaries, get to know him, and bring others to him, and choose to be kind and loving and merciful, or the opposite. But again, in your considering about the suffering that you see around you, no, it's not good, and I'm, I'm not saying that you shouldn't get upset about it, but what I'm saying is that that does not determine God's character. That has to do with humans and how we treat each other. And also the fact that this life goes very quickly. I don't know if you've noticed, but it does. And I say five seconds, but I think you get the point. So you, again, remember that this life goes very, very quick. And when we leave this earth and we continue on with our, our eternal spiritual existence, we won't have any memory of any suffering if we have chosen God and chosen to live uh, in his boundaries and to get to know him and have a relationship with him. Um, all the pain and suffering will be wiped away. Every tear will be wiped away. So you don't have to worry about, you know, all the memory of the suffering because no, no one in God's presence after this life will have to deal with any more suffering. Uh, I also want you to think about something else. Anyone who is innocent on this earth will be taken care of. You can, be re you can rest assured that God will take care of them and that justice will ultimately prevail. The justice of God. In other words, he's really the only one that can give true justice because he knows all the details. He knows what was done, why it was done, all the details about what was done to innocent people. Um, whether it's children or other innocent people. And so you can rest assured that God will take care of all that. God sees and deals with every evil action against innocent, but in his way. So you have to understand that just because you think it should be handled a certain way doesn't mean that it should. You know, it appears that part of the time God intervenes, when evil and suffering is going on and other times he doesn't but the truth of the matter is he's always intervening intervening we just don't necessarily see it or think it's the way that uh, it should be but God is in total control everything that goes on he sees and knows and he takes care of everything and again trust me the innocent will be taken care of they will be protected and there will be no more suffering after we leave this earth that lasts about five seconds of existence. But lastly, what I want to do, uh, kind of go over with you. It's very, very important. And again, all of this is the absolute truth that will set you free. And you'll have to decide. But in the end, Everything else that's happened with other people and other situations, God will take care of. But there's one thing that you're ultimately going to have to be ready for. And that is the one-on-one -on -one standing and giving account for what you've done in your life or haven't done. 
It's going to be you and God when it comes to the time of uh, judgment or standing one-on-one with God. And everyone will. Believe me. It is the absolute truth that every single human being will stand before God and give an account. And you will be judged based on what you did with what you knew. I mean, obviously everyone can't be judged the same because we all have different upbringings. Some of us were raised in a lot better of a family environment with loving parents, uh, Christian parents. And so we'll be more accountable than those who weren't. Those who were raised in an abusive environment, uh, they'll be judged differently. But we'll all be judged based on what we did with what we knew. But again, I want to make it very, very clear that this will happen. And before you know it, it will, it will happen. This life, again, as I've said, is very, very short. It lasts really quick. And again, as I'm sure you've already, already noticed, life passes by very quickly. So your job is to, if you should, if you should decide, is to get to know God, to live within his boundaries, develop a deep relationship with him, and bring as many people to him as you can. That is your main assignment in this life. And so at the day of accountability between you and God, you can stand before him with a clean and pure heart and conscience and feel at total peace because you know that you lived a righteous life and you did the right thing. I also want to say or suggest that you just look around you. Just look at this world. I mentioned earlier, you know, the sky, the beautiful skies and and the oceans and and the land and the the trees and uh, the animals and babies being born and all the beautiful things. Let me ask you, does it seem like God is an evil bully who would create all this beauty? Does it seem like he is an evil bully? If there's any ugliness, it's caused by humans abusing their free will. So again, I want you to keep it separate because, again, God's character and who he is is separate from what humans decide with their free will. Well, thanks again for listening, or thanks for listening for the first time. I hope that you believe what I'm telling you is the truth because it will set you free. Again, this is David with Moment of Truth, and I hope you have a great day and a great rest of the week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.